This is the Relationship Podcast. This is the Mental Health Podcast. This is the Self Love Podcast. This is the Real Life Podcast. And this is my sister's keeper. Hey! Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Hello. (laughs) To another episode of My Sister's Keeper. Yes, welcome back. It's your girl Shay Yay and Nina Beans. Hey, y'all. Hey. And we have a special guest with us today, yes. Sebastian. I am so happy to be here. In the yes. building, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he has been a close friend of ours for many years. Family friend. Family no, like friend. our whole family knows him, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, what do you do? How do we know you? Yes. <laughs> I am the hair guru. That's yes. right. Yes. <laughs> These hands have been touched by God. <laughs> he ain't lying, though. No. He works some miracles. and we. I'm going to definitely tell him. Like, I can't fucking talk to him. Already? <laughs> Already? I'm going to tell my story with him and, yeah. <laughs> Miracles in those hands, y'all. Look yes. at the hair. Yes, look at it. Beautiful. Yes, that's living proof. Oh <laughs> what more do you need? Right. <laughs> um, also, guys, we just wanted to welcome everybody back, all the uh, loyal subscribers and followers. Welcome to the new people, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, so before we get into the topic, I just, you know, want to do a recap real quick of, uh, last week's episode, which was, uh, about life in cyberspace. Yeah. That was a fun one. <laughs> oh Lord. About virtual reality overload. I learned a lot from that. Oh, oh yeah. wait, what'd you learn? That there was a virtual reality cyberspace you didn't know about that? No. Or like even on Facebook, like no. the ads and stuff? It's a whole world. It's that a whole is beyond my sub- generation. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I understand. Because our generation, we had just got the computer and shit, oh, and the internet. <laughs> and it took off. No, I did do some of them chat. Chum- <laughs> <laughs> now I got you doing it. <laughs> I did some of those chat rooms and, you know, the AOL thing and all that. But I never knew you could actually have like a whole separate mm-hmm. life yeah oh yeah it goes deep it goes very very deep and live through a character that you made yes and built their whole life around wow yes it's it's it's, it was it's incredible it was it's, very interesting it's um very entertaining but so consuming and it can be very addicting I'm yeah sure. as a as anything yes know? yes it's um kind of like you it makes you want to leave your real life and just live that life i ain't gonna um, lie to y'all if i could i would live in of course. anonymity you know? of course yeah everybody loves an- anonymity <laughs> for sure y'all yeah. um also i just want to say from last episode about my i envy you people i love y'all and i also just want to let you guys know that um i still keep in contact here and there you know i have decided to log out just um log out of all my accounts like instagram and stuff connected to that just to take a mental break but um all my friends and my boo online they're all supportive of me you know taking this break and like I said last episode I will be back so I just want to say I love y'all um also to recap so (laughs) at the end of last episode I know I was fucking up bad (laughs) no lies (laughs) Listen, y'all, y'all have known this from the beginning with me, though. I stumble a lot. I stutter a lot. But last episode, I don't know what was going on with me. <laughs> I think you was just having flashbacks of things that you've done in the past. 
I told you you was gagging <laughs> the whole time. You and this, I told you I don't usually gag when certain things happen. Okay. I mean, you was it was an invisible gag. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> right. And sometimes it make you stutter. I mean. <laughs> oh. <no. laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Practice makes oh. perfect. <laughs> no, oh, you Lord. didn't. Oh my god! Y'all kill me. All right, y'all. Let's. uh, Anyways, so let's listen. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Don't forget, it's still February. Yes, it is. It is Black Black History History Month, Month, y'all. Yes. Yes. Never forget that. It's Black History every day, but we celebrating this month. Yes. Okay. So today, what we're doing is talking specifically about black hair. Yes. And how we, you know, over the years felt about it, how generations before us, you know, how it's been influenced throughout all these years. Mm. It's a part of black history, and we're still learning about it today. I tell you, it's amazing what you learn about our history. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I was reading not too long ago was the fact that even back during our ancestors who were slaves, Mm -hmm. you know, with the braids and the cornrows and all of that, they used to put rice in their hair. I looked that up. Yes. We're going to get into that later, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And they used to, they could, they would map out their escape route. Wow. By the way that they braided their hair. Genius. Oh. Yes. And so when they, you know, when they left or when they wanted to um, flee, they had rice, fed food. Yeah. They had a map. Right. And, you know, they did it. Amazing what our they ancestors persevered. did. I'm wow. telling you. Right. That we are incredible. ingenious people. Yes. yes. I'm telling you so. Y'all yes. can't tell me my, our ancestors Man, wasn't what? the most creative. Right. Wow. Sure. I never knew that. I just learned something new today. Yeah. <laughs> it's Amazing crazy. Fast. I got some things for you. It is. <laughs> and yes. um, I just want to piggyback off of um, just the history of our hair and how we've been made to feel ashamed of it and we should straighten it, you know, according to European beauty standards. Mm. And it's not professional. Mm-mm. I'm sick of hearing that. What's not professional about hair that naturally grows out of your head the right. way that it is? But, you know, the funny thing about that is um, it's not professional, they say, when you have afros mm-hmm. and when you have these. But do you know, starting off, there was a time that I worked actually in an Italian hair salon. Oh, Oh, is that the one place you told me about? Yes. And if you knew how many people came in there to rock those perms (laughs) Mm -hmm. with the, you know. The curly, right? So, yeah. So they could have an afro. And I'm like, so you having a jerry curl is okay. Right. But me having natural curls Mm -hmm. is wrong. It's only ever okay when they do it and say Mm -hmm. that it's, um, you know, acceptable. Mm Mm-hmm. And but, but they're so inf- they're so fascinated with it. There's and this goes for all people. I mean, it's not just one group, mm-hmm. right? That you know, it's can I touch your hair? Oh, I know. <laughs> can I feel Ooh. that? How do y'all Ooh, feel about you? that? When I people, hate it. do you ever have somebody just randomly gr- touch your no, hair? No, I mean maybe when I was a kid. Like, oh, it's but... so I want to feel it. My friends used to say my hair, when I first started getting locks, they said it felt like Cheetos. My white friends, it feels like Cheetos. Wow, that's kind of insulting. I would be upset. 
Well, that's well, before I, you were coming to me, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do Cheetos. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But yeah, it's like they're they're infatuated with the texture, with the... the we versatility. have so much versatility. Mm-hmm. We right. really do. Yes. Yeah. Because so. um, it's, it's so much easier for us to straighten our hair mm. than it is for them to get their hair to our texture. Right. Like, <laughs> you just can't do it. I saw a video of an Asian man... Who was yeah. in? Did you see it? I he was saw getting his that. hair he was like his hair in a bush. texturized huh? to be like ours. What was he doing to it? Though? I don't like, know what they did. <laughs> oh, they like <laughs> twisted it up or something, and like was really like scrubbing it. To, it yeah. Scrub, yeah, it was. It's not that hard for us to straighten our hair. No, <laughs> not at all. That's ridiculous. Dang y'all. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sound like we're targeting specific groups. It's just anyone who's not black. <laughs> That's all it is. I mean, is. I, we go through it the most. I mean, you have the Jews, though, who have really mm-hmm. curly hair. Yeah. Right. You know, and they went through that for the Holocaust. That mm-hmm. if right. they couldn't slide a pencil through your hair, if it didn't just fall out, you were black. You were going to the oven. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Oh, yes. Wow. I didn't know that. Hello. This wow. history is ridiculous. Mm, I'm going to yeah. give it to you. <laughs> right. Um, oh, also, a little bit about our history with Sebastian, y'all. So, okay, to start off, I still, I forgot. So, okay, did you do our mom's hair first or my sister's hair first? I can't remember. That's up for debate. It is. I don't know. We might have been coming at the same time. Might have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm sure I met your mom probably first because I think I was working at another salon. Okay. Mm -hmm. And... Then she might have told you. Yeah, I was I like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like a teenager. I don't yeah. really remember. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. So long. And there's, you know, there's been things that have happened that have taken me out of that realm. But mm-hmm. yeah, life happens. It yeah. does. Shit happens. Right. It does. Hey. Hey, we still here though. We're gonna we still get here. Into it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So we actually do have some questions for Sebastian. Um, just to get, you know, more background so our viewers and listeners can know a little bit more about you and just your perspective anyway. Because like you said, you the motherfucking hair guru. Oh, that's so. right. <laughs> guru. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sebastian. So the first question is, when did you start doing hair and how many years have you been doing hair? I started doing hair, I want to say... Mm, when I was probably in my, well, in my teens. Okay. Because um, one of my exes, she went to hair school a few times. <laughs> okay. Never really got the um, certificate or, you know, complete, completed, but... You know, I, from her going to school and learning in school, I used to help with her books and studying. So I picked up a lot of things from her just by helping her. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that would be a side hustle. Okay. You know, whenever I needed extra money for something, it was like, hey, I can do hair. Okay. (laughs) You know, I can do this. I can do that. I mean, easy stuff. And um, professionally, it's been... 13 years now. Okay. Um, I used to do accounting, and that was before I came to Youngstown. Okay. And when I got here, I was just like, you know what? I'm so sick of doing accounting. I want something different. 
And that was when the whole um, boom, you know, when everybody was losing their jobs and 9-11 happened and mm. all kinds of stuff. And I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time. You know, always when you have some type of big overrun issue where people are losing jobs or um, businesses and companies and stuff are going out of business, you have people who rethink their path. Right. And I was like, well, this is something that I've always done. This is something I know I can do. There's a school here because my ex, she used to use these products, Aveda. Mm-hmm. There was an Aveda school here. Right. One of the best schools that you could really go to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being a person of color, we know black hair. We're, gr- we're raised with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I used to smell my sister's hair burning on Easter Sunday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tongue. Okay. Memories, y'all. Memories. Trust. <laughs> And giggling in the corner and stuff like that. But I know about it. <laughs> and um, so I knew about it. And I was like, this is something that I can fall back on. So uh, one thing that I've always been, though, is I guess sort of a hustler. I always in school thought that I needed to have three things to fall back on. And I know I loved business. I knew I loved fashion. And I loved hair. Okay. And... You know how it's cliche to say, but people always say if you do what you love to do, you never work. Mm-hmm. Well, I said what I'm going to do is find a way to make all of these three things come together. If I know how to do business, I know how to do accounting. I can take care of my own books. I can take care of my own business. Mm-hmm. I know about fashion. You have to be up on that. And I know hair. And to me, hair is hair. Mm-hmm. I don't care whether you're white, black, Puerto Rican, Japanese, Indian, whatever. Hair is hair. Right. It's just textures and it's just different products. Right. So, you know, that's That's what... a great plan, though. Yeah. I and like that. Right. That was smart, yeah. honestly. Yeah. You know, there were days when I was like, oh, my gosh, is this really going to work? Is this going to happen? <laughs> yeah. But it did. You know, it, you find a way to make things happen. We are people who overcome. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what you do. Right. That's just facts. Yes. Um, So our next question is, um, do you have a preference of hair that you like to do? So like, like natural hair versus synthetic, like which one do you, do you have a preference or no? After getting into the business for a while, I've gotten to the point where I'm more natural. I'm more a person who likes to do natural hair because, you know, I'm, there's things that I can do. Everybody has their niche. Right. And I'm not the guru of everything. There's, I, I know how to stay in my lane. I know that there's people who are much better at, you know, certain things that I just don't know or can't do mm-hmm. or I can learn. But, you know, there's some people, everybody has a gift. There's right. natural things that you can do that I can't do. You can do that I can't do. So... I like that I didn't mind when I first got into doing hair, doing everything. I wanted to learn it all. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, you know, how some people say, oh, well, you're uh, a master of nothing or something. Or what is it? uh, I know what you're trying to say, but I can't think of it. It's not coming to me. (laughs) Yeah, me I don't know what y'all are trying to say. The master of all trades or something. Jack of all trades, master of nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, well, that's what not what I wanted to be. But yeah. it was like, so, you know, I learned from people. and But at one point, it's funny how life goes because as I was getting into the hair thing and I was making, you know, in school, I was published in a magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to shows in New York. Wow. And I did different things. I learned from different people. I learned different cultures and, and all of that. And then I wanted to change because when I was in school, I was going to a predominantly white school. Mm-hmm. They don't teach you our hair. Right. They might have a little teeny section but let me tell you, I saw somebody at school one time take a hot comb Oof. to someone's hair, and all you could smell was popcorn. Mm. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> and when and now you y'all know that when you burn hair, you can't hide it. Right, right. You can't. And especially if somebody is sitting there and they got smoke puffs mm-hmm. coming up from their head. <laughs> You can't hide that. Right, right. So the hair was breaking off? Oh, no. Oh. They broke it off because they took that hot comb and they dug it into that root. Ooh. And the hair was just coming into out. Into the root. Oh, and it's like, no. no, a hot comb doesn't work oh, like no. that. Right. It has teeth, but that doesn't mean you use it like a comb. Right. right. They dug that thing all the way down in the mm. front, straight mm. to the back. Ooh. Yeah, she had a drop top. Ooh. <laughs> Not a drop top, though. <laughs> Not a drop top. They gave her a drop top. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I was a bit pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, is this this was like when you guys were students and they, like when you have people come yeah. in and you do their hair? Yeah. So, did, do they pay for that or was there like like a test subject? I'm sure. That, well, they do pay. Oh, they, they do? Come in, but it's Ooh. at a discounted price. Oh, okay. And I'm sure that they did something to... They better have got their money back. I don't know what they did. I had to go Bought to the break room. I had to go straight to the break room. I was like, I know I'm going to go to hell for this. But. Mm. Mm. So that actually leads to the next question. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said nowadays you prefer natural. So like, what do you think about natural hair like in general? Like just anything. Like not even just doing hair. Like what do you think of natural hair in general? Um... I'm very concerned and excited about it at the same time. What do you mean by that? Because there are a lot of people who now go to, you know, YouTube, TikToks, and all these different things Mm -hmm. to find out how to do certain things with their hair. Yeah. There are some people who are reputable, who can really teach you certain things or whatever, but... I went to school for like 10 months to do hair. I had to learn chemistry. I had to learn the body. I had to learn bones, structure, face structure. I had to learn how to take care of hair, how to color hair. How to, you know, so this is knowledge that it w- I didn't just find on TikTok. Right. right. And, you know, everybody has their own certain thing that, oh, well, you know, if I can get clicks on this and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to put these eggs and mayonnaise and grease and, and all that in my hair and then I'll be right back to show you the finished product. Okay, well, when you do it, you can't come right back. 
Right. <laughs> and it's not going to grow right back. Yeah. Right. Everything right. is, it's like instant gratification takes over so, yeah, everything. social media. And I've right. always told my clients, it's like, the if you want to have a successful ending, you have to take care of your hair. You have got to invest in it. It's a process. Nothing is overnight. It didn't take, it wasn't overnight that you damaged your hair. Right. So it's not going to be overnight for you to fix it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't have a healthy base to it, you can't, you can't build a house on a jacked up foundation. <laughs> right. You Amen. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm for all kinds of hair. I'm not against synthetic. I'm not against whatever, whoever wants to do whatever. Right. I mean, it's a good protective style, and there's times that we need that. You yeah. know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm just against it when people become so infatuated with it that they can't leave the house without it. That was actually our next question. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and ask. Oh, Lord. Let me yeah. find out I'm a mind reader. <laughs> no, you can- Well, you said what you thought about synthetic hair. The next question after that was, what do you think about black hair over the years and how the styles have changed and some styles have come back? Well, nothing is new. And everybody is going to put their own little jazz on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has their own woo-woo. So woo woo. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Oh my god! No, I like it. I like it. Damn, woo woo. Uh, but yeah, you know, everybody has that judge. Yes. And it's so. It's one of the things where I love it. I when I was published into this booklet when I was in school, it was from doing like an old school. Dietrich type style, you know, or a, a old Betty Davis, or you know, okay. the old divas of the yeah. old days who used to have the waves going down the side, or you know, the um, Roger Rabbit. What was the chick in that? With the red hair and damn it, what is her name? Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah, Jessica okay. Rabbit. <laughs> you know, it was sort of a, a thing like that. I love those type of styles. Yeah. I love a a very grown up, very you know, old school style, but yeah. I love how people put flavors on that. Okay. You know, I, I, I love it. I love the creativity of it. Anybody who has a creative bone or wants to be, think outside the box, right. I'm with that. Okay. I yeah. just want to say something about people who um, go to like TikTok and YouTube to like do their own hair journey because they want to do it themselves. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Since I have such a busy life now and I'm a mom and stuff, I don't have a lot of time to invest in my hair. And I know that I've damaged it while I was trying to take care of it. But you always look beautiful. I mean, it's, I mean, I know we're going to get to this question later on, so I'm not going to really say what I want to say about Mm -hmm. it. But um, (laughs) the thing about it is you have an inner beauty and when you realize that, girl, you can rock anything. You can rock a bald head if you want. <laughs> I, can you. Though, really. I, I, I can see it, though. I can see it. I thought about cutting my hair off. And you like, have some short. long legs, too. I'm the only one who can't do that because I was born with this bump. You got a bump. You, you know how, like, babies, oh, baby, when they pull you, gotta, you out. Yeah. Like, you got to rub big, their head, like, to massage it and shape it. I don't know it. if my mom ever did. <laughs> 
And, <laughs> hey, at least it ain't flat in the back. Some people put their yeah. babies on the back and they got the flat head. I don't know what head. it is, though, because yeah. baldness I don't think would work for me. <laughs> I mean, completely bald ain't going to work for me neither, but... I thought about y'all a could rock, see, like a but you, you can do the makeup, you can do the eyes different, you can do all of that stuff, and you can mm-hmm. rock a short little haircut, different colors. Yeah. And y'all can make that work. Right. We don't have that option. <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all don't got no options. You got to just, some men just ball. Well, let me tell you, they make yeah. beautiful lace fronts. Now. They do. Oh, oh yeah. God. We're going to get one, into that listen, too. I about got men's one hair. Uh, coming mm. in the mail. <laughs> We're talking about men's hair, though, I know, the lace but I'm fronts. just saying. <laughs> hey, I ain't opposed to it now. <laughs> they look real now. They do. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I've seen some woman put on a lace front that was a all dreadlock lace front. I've seen that, too. And that lace front looked good. Yeah. yeah. The braids and yeah. all the dreads and twists, yeah. they look real. Like yeah. So, you know, hey. I'm like, do you whatever flips your switch. <laughs> I saw some that looked terrible, though. Well, oh my goodness! <laughs> like, I mean, if you going into the dollar store or <laughs> they, no, they ordered it off Wish.com. Oh, oh Lord, no, that's what happened. <laughs> we're not even going to talk about this. We're going to say we're going to just stay off their neck right now, right? Right? Because <laughs> Wish is something else. They're oh going to end up God. getting themselves in trouble, right? Yes. The pictures that they show you versus what you actually get is just. Did y'all see the one though where the woman had ordered the furniture, the living room furniture, and when no. she got it it was big enough for a dollhouse oh my god and she had the nerve to have these little throw pillows that was probably about the size of this on this couch and she's sitting up on the couch she looked absolutely ridiculous i was like oh my god see they are dead wrong for that I want to know what the price was, though. Right. Was it regular furniture probably. price? Probably. Oh, I would be pissed. Oh, no. No. Not even But, I mean, back. it probably was a lot cheaper right. than what you would normally get. But, I mean, mm. everything that looks good ain't good. No. Right. As, I mean, especially if it's coming from overseas. I mean, I can't oh. even lie. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a hit and miss right there. Yeah, yeah you got like a 50-50 chance that it exactly. might be what it is advertised, you know. You're taking a gamble on that. <laughs> Who ordered the Yeezys and they got some kind of messed up slippers that look goofy as all get out. I was like, oh, see, they wrong for that. They play too many games. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so we're going to talk about your hair journey and what made you decide to grow your locks. Honey, I am one of those people. I always think, first of all, I'm a Gemini. Me too. My oh, I didn't know that. I, I told y'all. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm so afraid to get a daggone tattoo. You don't have none? I don't. I went oh. in there. Somebody, one of my clients one time was going to give me a free tattoo. And I was like, mm. I don't know, you know, I, I just can't do it. They turned that machine on the and that sound. thing started buzzing. Yeah. And he was like, it's just, it just feels like a bee sting. I'm allergic to bees. I know. I don't so like how that's bees not a good feel. feel. See, I like to get penetrated a lot. I know so. you do. Excuse you? <laughs> that's a different type, No, though. I'm talking about with the needle. I like piercing. <laughs> and y'all nasty. She's so inappropriate. I, I did say it in a nasty way. But right. I, like, I like piercings and tattoos, y'all. Well, you know what? He did give like me ear a piercings and Oh, you had one? I had one. Okay. And I had a tongue ring. Mm-hmm. I had two. I had to but take that one you know what? Out. That's really quick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not painless, but 
before you can really feel the pain, it's over with. Yeah, right. And it's not a dragged out thing. Yeah, not hours yeah. and days you gotta sit and there weeks for that and tattoo. Good God, yeah. my, I, mm, <laughs> no, I couldn't do that. So, <laughs> but, yeah. so where were we? At? I said I was Gemini. So why'd you call your loss? Yes. Oh yes. yes. I have had everything. Except for being a bald head person. <laughs> I have had every color I could think of. I have had long, straight hair. I've had short hair. I've had just everything. And then with my ex-girlfriend, you know, being in that business, she used to hook me up with all kinds of stuff. Okay. So, and, you know, I have, like, my grain of hair is, like, a finer grain of hair, so... Mm-hmm. It's like if I was to bl- blow dry my hair or flat on my hair, it would look very, very Caucasian. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean. By the way, are you mixed with that? Or are you just a light, light absolutely skin? Absolutely not. Are you just wow. light skin? I, am, I thought you had white in you. No. I mean, okay. Down no. the bloodline? Probably so. We yeah. all have it somewhere. Yeah, that's but true. I mean, yeah, now yeah. my great great grandmother, she might have been like sort of Indian ish. Okay. Something. I'm not sure of the whole bloodline, but I know my grandmother, she had. Very straight hair. Right. Okay. And so, but my sister is lighter than I am. Okay. So, yeah, it's crazy. But my father's. By the way, if you're watching this, hi. He, <laughs> Sebastian shows me pictures of you all the time. As I'm saying hi. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we're just the, I guess, the different colors of Benetton or something. <laughs> We are the colors of the rainbow. And that's another thing about our people. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I'm telling you, we Different run shades. the gamut. <laughs> but, yeah, because of that, I mean, I've had everything. And it was like I was tired of going to get my hair cut. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's a know, lot. The maintenance. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, you can cut your own hair. But, you know, if as a boy, if you've had your mom cut your hair who has never been to a school or a barber shop or a barber school or anything, and she gives you that, <laughs> oops. <laughs> it's going to grow out, honey. It's going to grow out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not cute. So it was like, I, I just got tired of it. And I was like, one day I was just sitting at work and I just started twisting my hair and doing it. And next thing I know, I had a whole head. Wow. wow. Before I even knew how to do it. Yeah. And nowadays, I'm like, I wish that. I could start my hair over and have someone else do it because you have a different 360 perspective. It's so beautiful, though. I, I, know, love I like it. I appreciate it. It's come a long way, but it's, you know, it's one of the things where it's not, you know, it's not, if I could see in the back of my head <laughs> and do my own, I would be fine. Yeah. You yeah. know, but I can't do to me what I do to others. It's it's so it's, organic though. Like I like it that way. Right. I do too. Yeah. And it's I mean, it was a time I, I just decided that I wasn't gonna cut it for a while. Cause I used to cut like six inches off my hair every wow. year. So every year. what's the longest that it's been? Probably just maybe below my buttocks. And I was like, okay, this is really heavy. Yeah. This is you really a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. 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 It yeah. hurt to lay down because you're laying on your hair. Oh and, my uh... gosh. And you know, when your hair starts growing, especially as people of color, when our hair grows and them waves start busting through your scalp uh-huh. and your scalp starts getting real tent, tent yeah. gross. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, yeah, this is, this is the way to go for me. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so I have another question. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I'm probably I'm pretty sure this was probably in the past, but since you worked in salons and everything, did you ever face like challenges or discrimination in the oh. workplace? And how was that? Horrible. I have faced challenges and discrimination in Afro-American salons, in Italian salons, in white salons. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Every can you place. can you go like in like into like a little bit more detail? Like so like for to break down. So like in the African American, like what like what happened? Like is it because you're lighter skin or that, your hair texture? It's because I was lighter skin. It was because um being a male, mm-hmm. I think Okay. You know, I mean, a lot of the times, I think a lot of women would get a little apprehensive of having a male working in their salon because a lot of women like men's hands in their head. And trust and believe. I like your hands in my hair. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) If I wash your hair, I'm going to knock you out. I be knocked out. Listen, I be falling asleep. Honey, I'm going to scrub you down. He be massaging my scalp and I be like, oh God. I get up in the neck. I get up in that neck. <laughs> I get up in the neck and all up underneath the occipital bone and all that. And I, I mean, that creates blood flow. Right. Blood flow. Right. <laughs> Sounded like me. Blood flow. Blood, <laughs> blood flow. But yeah, you know, and it creates a healthy environment for growth. So, right. Very relaxing. Yeah. You, so you have I, magical hands. I have gotten it for that. I have gotten it because, you know, Women like going to men, and so I guess it made other women intimidated by that. Oh, like the other women hairstylists? Stylists, oh, I yeah. think. Yeah. And then, so then they try to kind of downplay your abilities. And being a new stylist, I found that after a while, no matter how confident you are, you believe it. Mm-hmm. You start to believe when people say it enough. Yeah. You yeah. start to think, well, maybe I'm not that good. Maybe, you know, they've been doing this for so long. But then, being a Gemini, you know how we are. Yes. Something says, <laughs> wait a minute. Now, something is not right with this picture because if they're so much better than I am, why are we working at the same place, mm-hmm. doing the same people? And the people right. that you're doing, even though you've been doing this for, you got 10 years on me or 11 years on me, are looking at me and wanting to come to me. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe I have something that, and, and I've never been the type of person to have a gift and not want to share it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we all can, you know, we can all overcome by helping each other. Right. I'm not going to be that crab in the barrel where, you know, I'm trying to get to the top and I'm going to pull everybody else down. Right. If I don't know how to do something, I should be able to come to you and say, my sister, you know, can you help me with this? Or how can I do this? Or what's an easier way or a quicker way or whatever? Mm -hmm. Everybody's not like that. Yeah. You know? And so I used to get it that way. I mean... I've had. Oh yeah, um, you said it's in the Italian place. Or oh the, my gosh! What, like, what was what was it like there? Like, honey, I have had a lady tell me I've never had a black man wash my hair before. Mm. The cringe, the cringe. Yes. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> so okay, cringy. and the difference would be what? Right. right. We all got hands. Like what? Right. <laughs> so 
for real game. <laughs> I mean, for real. Yeah, but like, what difference like that? You gonna get these hands. right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, I mean, yeah. It's I, and 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 it, the crazy part is when people feel like entitled to do that, to mm-hmm. say that, and and don't feel. It would make me my skin crawl to say something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's somebody. what I'm saying. It's cringy as hell yeah. to hear those that. words. Like, how can those words even come out your mouth comfortably? Right. Like, I remember being the at audacity. a place. I've been. <laughs> we were at this place when I was at the Italian shop. We won't say no names because I I love those people. Mm-hmm. I love the people that I worked with. I had some challenging times with some of the people who are no longer with us walking this earth. You know, they've yeah gone to glory. But it's like I remember we were going to a uh, do classes um, for we had to get these uh, CEU hours or whatever, and we were in the store before we went to go to this class. We went to a like a Rite Aid or something. And do you know that two people of a different race? loud enough so I could hear it, looking at me, said, oh, we must be in a bad neighborhood. Wait, they were shopping there? <laughs> they were from the same salon oh. that I was from. Wow. wow. And that was supposedly a joke. Mm, that's not funny. You know? I, and, and I'm looking like, really? Mm. That's ridiculous. But what do we do? We have to internalize that. We have to, you know, swallow that down Mm -hmm. and be professional. Right. Because if not, what are you? The angry? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, I'm so tired of that. I really am tired of that narrative where. They want to put it on us. but Yeah. Like, we should be able to express how we feel about things. We should be able to be angry. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. We have the right. Right. But. You know, it is what it is. And, you know, the thing about it is one thing that my grandmother always told me that stuck with me is that when you do something for someone else, unself, like selfishly, mm-hmm. unselfishly, is that what it is? I, I know what you're trying to say. Selflessly? Yeah. Selflessly. Yeah. Selflessly, yeah. I think. <laughs> with not expecting anything, it's a star in your crown. And you move ahead for that. You're blessed for that. And it comes back to you. Mm -hmm. If you get it back from them or whoever, fine. But I'm not going to do it with malice or do it because I think I can get something for it. If I can help you, I'll help. I've done plenty of people's hair who couldn't pay. You know, and I'm like, I was one of the people who wanted to start going to different um, organizations for women who were battered, who were going back into working. Mm-hmm. They were might have been in a safe house or mm-hmm. something. And I wanted to give them a fresh look, a makeover. You didn't have to pay me for that. Have that's, you ever went through with that? I did. Oh, you did? I okay. did. Oh, that's beautiful. That's amazing. That is beautiful. But the I thing that I find, too, that this happened in the black salon was when I first got here from D.C., and I was doing hair and I was coming up with, you know, the young um, stylist, you have all kinds of, you know, ideas and, oh, we could do this and we could do this and we could do this. And they were like, oh, you're so bougie. 
oh, I mean, who does that? Who does that? What? Haters. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But now. They want to do it? Years no, they removed it. from it. They're acting like it's brand new. Uh-huh. That they're, they, they came up with that. And I was like, I said that 13 years ago. <laughs> you know, it what? always be like that. It's like you just, you're so far ahead of your time. Nobody's on the same page. They right. got to catch up. That's right. what it is. And you don't know it. <laughs> right. You yeah. don't know it. It's yeah. just normal to you. Right. But it's not trying to brag or be braggadocious or do anything. It's like, you know, hey, we could, instead of like, there's nothing wrong with going to churches and helping went older, you know, your grandmother or mm-hmm. whoever out with hair. Right. But we could, we're right across from a hospital. Why not go and do massages and do, you know, hair care or the quick things that we can do for the nurses and doctors mm-hmm. that could possibly bring them across the street. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You reach out, you give. I want it to go to neighborhoods. Because one thing about black neighborhoods, to me, not all, because I've been lucky and I've been, I've never had to live in a really bad neighborhood or anything. I've been blessed with it growing up. I've been, I was an army brat, so I've been all over the place. But being in D.C. and Maryland and in all these different places, I noticed that you go to a white neighborhood, you see it's manicured, Mm -hmm. beautiful, flowers and plants mm-hmm. and grass and topiaries and all of this stuff. You go to a black neighborhood, you can't find lights. Street lights don't know <laughs> batteries or nothing. Yeah, right. You know, the grass is all dead. jacked up. Yeah. Dead. Sometimes there ain't even no grass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the street is your trash can. Right. Why not go to these places and just pick up some of this trash mm-hmm. or do for somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because people say, oh, well, that's such a bad neighborhood. You don't want to go there. But you know what? Maybe if you start with one house, one person, one neighbor, and you start fixing that up, people will fall in line with mm-hmm. that. And that's how you change things. Yeah. You know, I mean, because when you can be proud of where you are, then you... you feel different. When you look good, girl, you feel different. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's yes. true. You get your face beat down, you get your hair done and whatnot, you put on the right outfit, you feel and walk and mm-hmm. look different. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. That's what sometimes people need that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I guess I was a like you said ahead of my time and they just wouldn't do it and now I see videos where everybody's, oh, we should reach out to the community. <laughs> we should do this. And I'm like, oh, you should have listened five right. years ago, <laughs> ten years ago, and guess where we would have been by now? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Um, oh, one more question for you, Sebastian. Yes, ma'am. So I know you have a son, and if you're listening, hey, by the way. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, but if you had a daughter, uh-huh. what advice would you give her for her hair? As a father. I would say. <clears throat> well, hold on. Before I even say this, because men, we're going to get, actually, that's the next topic for men's, black men's hair. Okay. But um, I do, because I do, I, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Out, Those, moment of silence for these words. No, you're <laughs> in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I do personally, well, as a female, maybe I'm a little biased, but I do feel like black women, as far as their hair mm-hmm. in America, have it a little harder 
than black men. Yeah. Men have struggles. We're going to get into that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I asked you if you had a daughter and like a little girl, like a little girl, little girl form, what advice would you give her about her hair, natural hair? What I would say is you are not your hair and you are not your skin. God, I love that song. Mm-hmm. You are the soul that lies within. within. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You are a queen. You know what I'm saying? And beauty comes from within and it radiates. So, you know, we've all had those bad hair days, bad moments, bad whatever. But you just got to instill in them that, no, you're different. God made one of you, unless you have a twin or a triplet or whoever there's one of you right. even twins are different right right <laughs> they don't feel and think the same all the time you know what i'm saying they become different people they're they just share the same makeup but i would tell her to be strong in who she is and i would celebrate her for that you know that that's what i think i would tell her for her hair journey and it's fine to try things it's fine to, that's what made me fall in love with my son's mom. Because one day, this sister could put on a blonde wig and some round rim sunglasses <laughs> and whatnot and pull up to your job in just a black trench coat and be all <laughs> okay. The next day, she would give you Janet Jackson. The next day, she might give you whoever. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the surprise of that. I love people who live their truth and who just live in the moment. Have your, yeah. You know, you're not hurting anybody. It, I used to love the goth people. I used to love, you know, anybody who was different and not afraid to be themselves. Yeah. Now, I don't understand a lot of the stuff that's going on now. Yeah, it's a lot. It's pretty wild for me to always understand right. that, you yeah. know, and, you know, like I said, whatever flips your switch. If you like it, I love it. But I don't understand all that. But it's like, you know, if you're not hurting anybody, you have one life to live. Live it. Mm -hmm. Right. I got a question for you, Nina. Okay. So since you're a black female, how did you feel about your hair growing up? Oh, I mean, I was going to get into that a little later. But um, since we're on that, Mm. um, I'm going to just give it to y'all raw. You know, we like to give it to y'all raw here. We like it raw. (laughs) (laughs) oh lord ain't nothing wrong with wrong (laughs) okay um growing up listen i'm not faulting our parents especially our mother i'm not faulting her because it was passed down from generation to generation okay Mm -hmm. we were raised to believe our hair is ugly it's unacceptable okay Every time, we would, like for school, for church, whatever, we would get relaxers. We would mm-hmm. get the, the the hot comb to straighten our hair. And our, eventually flat iron. Yes, yeah. because our natural hair was nappy. That word used to trigger me, nappy. Yeah. Like in school, girls with the quote-unquote good hair, the straighter hair, the Puerto Rican girls, the white girls, whoever, girls who had straighter, softer textures. Softer textures. Yeah. My hair was nappy. And I hated myself for that. But I hated myself for a lot of reasons. I had a lot of issues growing up, as y'all know, if y'all watch the fucking show or listen to us. 
<laughs> I but, swear, I wish I had have known you when you were small like that. We would have been best friends. I know. We really I know. Because yeah. my mom always used to say, you used to bring home the craziest, wildest. <laughs> if it was somebody sitting at a table by themselves at lunch, they was my best friend. <laughs> I had friends who stuttered. I had I friends. I a lot. <laughs> I'm talking about like hard, hard uh, yeah, like okay. hard study, to yeah. the point where you was afraid to like that you were going to start studying, right? Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. Or they would call, and my mom would be like, "Oh my god," they'd be like, "Yeah." Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I should not be laughing. I know, it, it, oh my but it's funny, but it was like you know. That was just my. We heart. going to hell. Hey. I look at that art face. <laughs> it, and, and then you know when you get to the point where you like, no, he's not here, and I have him call you back. Okay. They <laughs> would be rushing the boy off, and I'm like, don't rush him off. Like because the more you rush him, the more it's gonna be like. Ugh. Don't do that. Oh, and he was such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. You know, I mean, that was just me. Yeah, I, because I, I, I was an army brat. I yeah. was always the one who was. You cry. She always crying when we <laughs> fucking laugh. It. I'm sorry. Um, you always crying, man. But yeah, Leave I was me alone. Don't look at me. One. I was always the new kid. I was always the one who had the. You know, class already started. People got their friends. I'm going to a mm-hmm. new school, and I got to stand up in front of the class talking about, yeah, I'm Robert, <laughs> and I'm from the. And you know how people be looking at you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a girl who was six foot something, and she she was wanted to be my girlfriend, and said if I didn't become her boyfriend, gonna she was gonna up? kick my ass. Oh. <laughs> and I was scared as hell. So you date her? Hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, shit, that's protection. Oh, shit. <laughs> you said protection. Who, who the hell Your ain't gonna date? Who the hell ain't gonna date Layla Ali? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better her beat your ass than beat mine. <laughs> but yeah, you oh, said that too. Yeah, so like growing up, I just I always had I had a very toxic relationship with my hair. Like mm. I hated it. Um as I got older, you know, got, definitely got into the weaves when, you know, when I was old enough to get that done. Mm-hmm. Any when back then my go-to was straight hair. Mm-hmm. So like get my hair my real hair braided, get the sew-ins, mm-hmm. those straight weave or uh, with the the glue in, uh, not what's it called? The glue tracks, tracks. Yeah, the Get track. the tracks uh, glued in. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to look more European, even though I'm black <laughs> as fuck, I'm brown as fuck. I ain't a white girl, but I wanted my hair to look as straight as I could, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I always did that. Um, even like when I started working, I just felt like I, in my experience, a lot of my jobs like was in Caucasian places. Mm-hmm. So I did feel like when I worked there, my I was treated better when my hair yeah. looked more like theirs. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's that called? Assimilation? Yeah. You're assimilating? That's just like from our first episode. Yes. How we talk. Mm-hmm. It, you just like yes. adapt. It's right. a survival tactic. It for is. Real. Like, it is. Yes. To it fit is. in. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so a little bit, a little bit more about my journey real quick. So in college, um, if you guys were listening, episode four, when I talked about my most traumatic moment in my life, when I went through that shit from partying too hard and how it came to bite me in the ass. Um, after that situation, um, I needed a change. You know, usually when a lot of, especially women, when they go through a lot of shit, they either chop all their hair mm-hmm. off or they'll dye it red or some crazy <laughs> shit. I decided, well, I did chop my hair off. I did the big chop. I was bald head as fuck for like 
a little bit. <laughs> I had no hair. I chopped all that shit off. I chopped because I had relaxer in my hair. I uh-huh. want to cut all that shit out, mm-hmm. and I want to grow it naturally and see what it felt like. And then my brother actually convinced me to get locks because he was like, first of all, you're lazy and it's low maintenance. You might as well just get locks. They're gonna lock up and your shit gonna grow. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let's try it. It is really true. <laughs> it is, and like I. <laughs> I don't remember what it looked like <laughs> in the beginning. Oh, we're going to have to put some pictures up. <laughs> you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. Robert, uh, Sebastian sent me some pictures. We're going to have to <laughs> put those up when I first started. Oh. But he didn't start my hair, guys. Actually, Ooh. I started from somebody else, and it was... Which is one of the reasons why I am afraid to go to other people to do my hair. <laughs> she meant well, but the way that it was, it... <laughs> It broke off a lot because some pieces were big, some pieces were little. It was just hanging off. It was bad. So my mom convinced me to go to Sebastian because she was going to him. My sister had went to him. And I'm like, okay, let's give it a try. When I tell you that first time, I was like, damn. (laughs) Like, I just felt like a new woman. And then I just kept going back. And it's been shit, at least like five or six years now. Well, like, uh, what was different then? I don't like the way he did it. Like he he like resectioned some of them. Mm-hmm. Like he separated them, made some of them smaller. Like they fit. They're they're more equal shaped and sized and stuff. And yeah. I've just been going back consistently over the years, and my hair has grown. It's yeah. so healthy. Yes, it's beautiful. And I can't <laughs> turn her forward. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> the thick Your long hair, hair is so pretty. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you did it. I'm like, I can't do it to my. One more thing, though, I do want to add about my hair, my hair journey. Um, Another thing is, I like I said, I used to try to assimilate with the whole, like, doing the European kind of hair. I also, like y'all was saying earlier when we first started, I got to a point as far as wearing synthetic hair to where I couldn't leave the house if my hair wasn't done. I was so afraid to wear my natural hair. I, I felt so ugly. And the fact that I got to, like, to the mind state of, like, I have to buy this shit constantly spending hundreds of dollars on the hair alone and then you got to pay for it to get done Mm -hmm. to look a certain way that's like it's just it made me hate myself even more and I'm like you know what I want to own my beauty Mm -hmm. so I wanted to grow my hair and like I said I had that traumatic shit so I chopped it off and I'm like let me grow this shit and see like where it goes like I I never cared how long it got it's been eight years by the way y'all eight years but um, I never cared how long it got. I just wanted to have my hair and feel good with my hair because mm-hmm. I hated the fake hair. <clears throat> it's and it's you know? amazing to have seen and been a part of your journey <laughs> because if you see, and I'm sure you, I mean, you saw her all the time. So, but to see where she was when she first started yeah, to where <laughs> she is now, you mm-hmm. see the change. Yeah. You actually physically see the change in in you, yeah, and it's I'm more amazing. confident too. You're, yeah, such a, it's just, a, and that's one of the things that I liked doing, liked about doing hair is to be able to bring what I see out. Right, it's always been there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But being having being able to bring that out of people is just, it's like a high. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it it really makes me feel good about that and. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is. Oh yeah, Shay. So since you asked me, you want to give a little bit about your hair journey? I mean, you more versatile than me. Like yeah. you, you be doing all different kind of shit. I, and I love it. Oh, yeah, I like, <laughs> a lot of people tell me that 
Oh, I didn't know it was you. Because I, I change my hair all the time. <laughs> I always have a different hairstyle. I like to switch it up all the time. Like, so honestly, with my natural hair, I haven't had the best relationship with it. Mm. And I think that it's because, like I said before, I'm so busy with yeah. life. And yeah. I just, I know it's time consuming. I know yeah. that products are expensive. I know it costs money to take care of it. So... I mean, you're a single working mother, though. Yeah, that's the thing. I take my hat <laughs> off to you because I remember back in the day when my son was young. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I don't know how. It's rough. I only had one, you know, and that was enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's like, yeah, um, I was going to piggyback on what you said about the European hair and. You know, and all of that. It's like it's. I don't see an issue with it. Yeah. Well, but yeah. you know, it it is a thing where if you look back in the day, that's how our people survived. We yeah. had to assimilate, and we had to have. They would put that lie in their hair, and Oof. burn their head up. Mm-hmm. Now they have to... a lawsuit about oh, like I, I if seen you put relaxers in your hair, yep. it caused cancer and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creamy crack. That's what they call mm-hmm. it at the salon. Yep. Yeah. Creamy and I've recovered. Crack. I was a creamy crack addict for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I relapsed. <laughs> but I don't do it all the time. I just was trying to achieve a specific hairstyle. But I, I need to it. Like I said, I don't have a problem with it. I, I think that it's always fun to be able to change your look. That's that's mm-hmm. really what it was supposed to be about in yeah. the first place. Is to be able to play with mm-hmm. your look. And you're, you know, do do it. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just don't become dependent. Don't become that person who your confidence is built. I remember yeah. way back when where I remember y'all talked about this before. I think one time where um, the big thing was the Jordash and the Sassoons and the, um, all the designer jeans and stuff, oh, and okay. you know. Back in my day, at least. when you yeah. started saying them brands, I was like, "Wait, what is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's back in the day. But you know, Jordas, as soon Calvin Klein, yes. the, okay. Yeah, okay. you know, all that stuff. I was one of those people who, again, I was an army brat and whatnot. I was one of those people who I would do shopping from GQ magazine. If my mom asked me what I wanted for Christmas, I'd be like, "Page <laughs> fifty-four, wow. GQ magazine, September edition. Okay. I want that London fall." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it got to the point where, I mean, when I was young, I was always a hustler. It, any job that I've had, I don't care where I started, I would end up being a manager or being the per. I, I've run jewelry stores, you know what I'm saying, been the manager of that or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's one of the things where before I had big bills <laughs> you know when you're young and you don't have all those bills right. or stuff. <laughs> the good old days i didn't have a problem <laughs> dropping money on something you know what i'm saying and, but it got to a point where one day i looked at myself and i was like everything that i had on was someone else's name mm-hmm. and in high school there was a time when i was modeling and stuff and someone told me you don't want to wear, it's not, it doesn't make you um, any better to wear someone else's name on your behind, to 
advertise for someone else. If you really want to be a strong person, get something with your name on it. Huh. Have people advertising your name on their ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> and it made me think, and I was like, yeah. So then for a long time, I didn't even want anything with a name on it. I would wear bobos and what, what, what do you call them things? Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, people would talk about your shoes and they'd be like fish heads and all kinds of stuff. I didn't care because it was like, you know, I have friends who have money. And a lot of people that you know in these industries who own Bill Gates and all these people, do they look like they have money? A lot of them look homeless for real. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. But we will spend hundreds of dollars on stuff. Yeah. Going back to the hood. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you just got to re and and it's sad that, you know, our our families, our parents, our grandparents and stuff, they came up through that time. And I understand it because, you know, they didn't have that's what they knew. They didn't have anybody to tell them yeah. that. No, and you better not, you know, step outside of that lane. Right. Yeah. You know, you want it to be as small as possible mm -hmm. and not stand out so you wouldn't be yep. attacked or be at, you know, any kind of risk. But now, hey, sometimes my mom still has that mindset, too. That's and what I, can I tell love. Her, Look, it's about, a different time. Yeah, because now we're into the time of unlearning yes. things, and it's okay. There's yes. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah that's nothing. true. Weren't we just talking about that earlier yeah, we about were. unlearning stuff? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, back in the day, it was be seen and not heard. No, we're yeah. going to be heard. Right. Yeah. Right to speak <laughs> right. your mind. Yeah. I mean, and the thing about it is, only thing that you know, you, that I've noticed with us and maybe a Caucasian American is that there's more soft spoken, you know, when it comes to a lot of different things. That's why you get the little, the Karens is like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, they're yelling at me. Yeah. You're, you're being so, um, Aggressive. Aggressive yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But what's the difference from being aggressive and being passionate? Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just because you want to say, you know, talk all nice and all that stuff, but you have these backhanded comments. Mm -hmm. But then when you get called on it, then I'm being aggressive or I'm being whatever. I mean, so that's, you know, it's it's sad that that has been our experience. Yeah, yeah, it is. But we have um so Oh wait, real quick. Um remember guys, I just want to talk about black men's hair real quick. No. Cuz we were talking mostly about females and we are not sexist by the way, at my sister's keeper. <laughs> so um <clears throat> Robert Art as black men, do you guys want to maybe put your two cents in about black men's hair, like how y'all feel like in America or like your experiences or anything like that? This is Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here like. Uh, y'all, I'm sorry. The wine got me. The wine got me today. Sebastian. Uh, I'm a wave guy, so, you know, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's easy, you know what I mean? It's just... Always. But when you were younger, did you ever get made fun of? Like, get called, like, your hair was nappy or, like... Nope. Hell no. Because nope. nope. if you put that stocking cap on and you put them waves in... <laughs> I, I got, I got a funny-shaped head. <laughs> so, I got made fun of more of that than my actual hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I'm an every week haircut guy, so... You've always been that way? Yeah, since I got... Since I started working on my own since about 15. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And with me, I mean, like I said, I've always been the 
had, well, I'm, like I said, I'm full black, but I've always been, you know, considered like the half breed, too dark for some, too light for mm-hmm. others or whatever. Had like, if I put waves in my hair, then I mean, people used to swear I was Mexican or Cuban. <laughs> I, I do have a question. Have, have you seen that the, the prices go up a lot more in your industry? Yes. A lot? Because of the, pretty much because of the, uh, things cost more? Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about it is in my industry, you're, it's so expensive. I could pay $80 for shampoo. Okay. Wow. I still got to get the finishing shampoo. I got to get the pre-wash. I got to get the, you know, conditioner. I could spend $300 on products and walk out with a bag, two small bags or something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't really gone up a lot on anything I do. I, I noticed mean, barbers have gone up a lot. Mm-hmm. And which I, I know the cost of living has gone up, so yeah. everything does get more expensive, but... My only problem is a lot of times they don't offer more. Yeah. It doesn't justify the price increase in mm. my right. personal experience. Can like, I ask y'all, how, how much it costs, like, for a haircut? like? Um, right now to get my hair, because I have a beard, so it's about $30, $35 a week. How, like, when you were younger, like, what was it? Like, maybe, like, 15 12 <laughs> yeah, 12 Oh, wow. <laughs> $10, $12. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Um, more. Yeah, I, I've... And, and that's... I see. I know people that pay like forty, forty-five dollars for the same thing I get. You know oh what wow! I mean? so. Well, you know, I do a couple Caucasian guys. I cut their hair, and I have. They've paid me like fifty dollars. Oh wow! You know, you're using shears, right? Sometimes, sometimes okay. I, it, it depends. I mean, okay. shears can do the same thing as shear to comb, same thing as you know your clippers right, or whatever. Right, right. You can do it, but it just depends on how you want to finish the look and how quick you want to do it or whatever. But, yeah, it just depends. I mean, and I was like, you sure you need change or anything <laughs> like that? Like, no, no. You know, I mean, yeah, it. How often do they get their haircut, though? They come probably once a month. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe once a month. Yeah, I'm every week. That's a lot. Damn, yeah, every, every week. week that's seeing, a lot. That's why yeah. I had to, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I mean, it's cool going to the barbershop. You have a good time. But <laughs> it's like, man, I just couldn't do it. You pay for the experience. <laughs> yeah. But that's one thing that, you know, even though, I mean, I had been in a really bad accident and, you know, I had brain surgery and all kinds of things. And that's what took me out of my career because just a little bit of time that I had been in the business, maybe I had been in the business for six years or something, and I finally got a job with Paul Mitchell, and I would have been teaching. And that's what I wanted to do because, like I said, when I came out of school, they wasn't teaching really black hair. I wanted Mm -hmm. to show our experience. I wanted people to be Mm well-rounded. But then I got someone hit me, sideswiped me, Mm -hmm. and that took my career away because... I mean, I was in a really, really bad. I had to wow. learn to talk. I had to learn to walk. I had two surgeries. I was leaking brain fluid. Oh, wow. All kinds of stuff. It Are was you, bad. You in the shop now? No, I'm no. home. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I really don't do hair. like I, my, I have a very limited clientele. Okay. 
because of the fact that, you know, with back issues and all that stuff, I can't really do like I was doing before. Right, mm-hmm. right. But, um, you know, it's hard to give up your passion. Yeah. It's hard to give up things that, you know, you work towards. I mean, I've always been a worker. I can go past a help wanted sign, be ready to go in there and fill out a daggone job application. <laughs> like, I know daggone well I can't stand up for eight hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, everybody's hair journey is different. And mine was, you know, like I said, I, it, it wasn't always good. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. It's yeah. a journey. Yeah. It is a journey. Mm-hmm. A lot of rough pat- patches. Oh yeah. Don't look at me. I, I almost <laughs> fucked it up, but I said it. Patches. Rough patches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shay. So what was you saying earlier? Um, before I was rudely interrupted. Oh. No, I just played. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just going to state um, some things that everyone should know about black hair history according to, how you pronounce it? Ooh, I think oh. it's Odell. Odelay. 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 Odelaybeauty.com. I don't know how to say it. Odelay. It looks like Odelay. Odelay. I think it's like African. Odelay. Odelay. She's not saying it's African. I have no idea. Okay, let me just start. Yeah. So, so number one is that hair was a sacred cultural and spiritual symbol in ancient African societies. And number two is that slave traders shaved the heads of all African people they captured. The first step in a mm-hmm. process of systemic culture and identity erasure. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that is deep. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I mean, that like gave me the chills just reading that mm-hmm. out loud. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You want to go a little into that? I'm sorry. More, I just I, uh, just give me a minute. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It is. Like, okay, I got to uh, just comment on that because being black in America, we had to find what we consider to be our culture because yeah. we did not have any. Yeah, because it was taken away when they we, came over had to try to adapt theirs. Yes. And now we're getting to a point where we can make it our own again. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. That gives me the chills. It's <laughs> frightening. Wow. It's very frightening that they erased our... I mean, there was people who were stolen who never made it on the ship. Yeah. Right? Who, you know, were lost in the ocean. They When we were being born, we were just taken. We weren't... They didn't write things down. No. So a lot of us don't know our history or where we came from or who we're related to or what we are, you know, trying to figure it out. I mean, and that's why I think that we are so much like the Jews to me because it was the same way with them. They shaved their heads, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, a friend of mine, we had a discussion one time where it was sort of like a debate where who had it worse, the Mm -hmm. blacks or the Jews? I've had a couple yeah, of Yeah, that's always a common... And yeah. it's like, well, of course, you know, the blacks had it worse because we were, we're still fighting racial, you know, equality mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they were like, well, but think of it like this. Jews weren't worth anything. Blacks were worth something. They paid for blacks. Slaves, we, we were worth something. They wanted to annihilate the Jews. And I get that. I get it. But, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah. I mean, we were worth maybe a little bit more than some of them, but a lot of us was taken away too. You know, a lot of us was just, 
whipped and beaten and shot and killed and raped and everything. So, you know. The problem I have with that argument is that their skin tone could blend in. We can't blend in. Like, you could tell. There's no way we could get around that. They were the same skin tone. Like, maybe their hair and eyes were different. But over time, they can blend in. Well, see, they wanted the the whole thing where they thought that if you didn't have blonde hair and blue eyes, you weren't worth anything Mm -hmm. either. Yeah. And... You know, I got people in my family who probably could have because I got some really, really like people in my family with like green eyes, blue yeah. eyes, <laughs> weird stuff like that. Like, but you know, we all we come in all forms, of right? Shape, so. Yeah, but yeah. that's deep. It is. So let me get to number Oof. three. So number three is that hair texture and styling played an important role in the survival of enslaved Black people. We talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Nina, what's the next one? Uh, so number four, <clears throat> so laws were passed in the 18th century, um, that forced black women to actually cover their hair in public. So I just want to go a little bit into that. So, um, in the 18th century, when, uh, black people were freed, um, they started, you know, they would wear their hair in like these elaborate, beautiful, like hairstyles with like beads and all kind of stuff, you know, but, um, let's see. In 1786, the governor of Louisiana passed the, I can't, I'm, probably not, I'm gonna probably fuck this up, Tignon <laughs> Law. Tig, Tignon Law. Um, so basically, it required black women to wear a Tignon, which is like a scarf or a wrap over their hair, as a way to basically signify that they were members of the slave class. <clears throat> so even if they were free, though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they followed the law, but they rebelled by wearing like those beautiful like fabrics that were that had like the beads and jewelry, like those earlier. those pretty these pr- I can't talk <laughs> pretty beautiful like wraps and shit. And wraps. Yeah. Yes, and mm-hmm. I I be wearing them sometimes, not a lot, but because I can't get my I don't know how to style my hair right. But <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, a lot of those white women, those black women would get together and they would get their Sunday's best out and they hats and stuff and they would step into church and the white women was like, what do you think you're doing? You know what I'm saying? Looking at each other like this. So, of course, you can't wear a hat because you're not of that class. You're not yeah. of that caliber. So what did we do? You know we gonna come up with it. <laughs> they styled them rags and them do rags and put mm-hmm. the little bow on the side and could mm-hmm. wrap it up. Them body. They can't take us. They right. They, we are always going to come through. Right. Right. Our people are amazing, man. <laughs> oh, just real quick about that Tignon law. Um, <laughs> God. Okay. Once the U.S. took ownership of Louisiana through the 1803 Louisiana Purchase, the wow. Tignon laws were no longer enforced, mm. um, but they were still set for the precedent for policing black hair, basically in the U.S. But wow. many black women still wore the wraps as a symbol of resistance for white colonialism. Colonialism. Colonial. <laughs> colonialism. 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 Oh fuck. Okay. So number five. Y'all leave me alone. <laughs> in the 1960s, the Afro became the style of self-empowerment Ooh. and activism, y'all. So y'all, we already know about, yes, Black Pride, <laughs> all that. Like- <laughs> the, black, the Black Power Movement <laughs> of the 1960s, y'all. 
Um, so basically, back then, a lot of black people felt that straightening their hair uh, reflected, you know, a period of history as we were talking about assimilation. Mm -hmm. So they rebelled against that with the afro, mm -hmm. wearing their hair, how it naturally came out their hair. Nappy afro as fuck. Puffs. We were nappy mm -hmm. as fuck. And it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, let's see. Oh, so the last one, uh, number six. This one is still um, relevant to today. Um, but uh, institutional biases against black hair still exist today and will continue to exist if we don't push for change. So let me give you all a little bit of that. Um, so in 2016, the Perception Institute had a study called Good Hair. And basically, that suggests that the majority of people regarding their uh, race or gender held some bias towards women of color based on their hair. You know, like like we said before, like if it was the straighter curl, like loose curl, mm -hmm. it was more acceptable. But if it was more kinky, coiled tight, it was not good hair. You know mm -hmm. how that shit goes, basically. And um, it was saying that, oh, a 2020 study from Duke University also found that black women with natural hairstyles were perceived as less professional, less competent, and less likely to be recommended for job interviews than candidates with straight hair. Um, those were seen more as polished, refined, and respectable. Um, also, still in this country, many schools and workplaces hold some kind of bias. Like, you know, we were talking about that. Um, one more thing, and then we'll get going. So um, I want to talk about the Crown Act real quick, and that stands for... Create a respectful and open workplace for natural hair. That was in, let's see, March 18th, 2022. Mm -hmm. That was enforced, the Crown Act. And it's an act aiming to protect individuals from hair-based discrimination in the workplace. And I just, like like I said, we're com we've come a long way. Mm -hmm. We still have a ways to go. But slowly but surely, shit's changing around here. And I think that's beautiful. So, Got to get out and vote. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. Yes. Don't complain if you're not pulling that lever or lever or circle Levy. or something. In. Levy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. Vote. I mean, got to make a change. Make your voice heard. Mm -hmm. Amen. Closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> and uh, squeaky link always gets to grease. Oh, I like that. All right. <laughs> So, Shay, ready for your sweet treat of the day? Well, I told you, I'm not doing a sweet treat. We're oh, going to yeah. give the honors to Sebastian to give us a sweet treat. Yes. So, what do you have for us today? <laughs> well, my my sweet treat was going to be for hair. Yes. Okay. And it's a quick and easy way to style your hair in a nice updo top knot that is doesn't take any kind of... Um, pins or you don't have to have any bands or anything you just use your hair mm -hmm. and this could be for caucasian it can be for afro-american dreads or whatever you take your hair you pull it up you twist it around right you're leaving some of the back out okay and then what you want to do is you take and you're going to do a crossover you take the back you cross over this side wrap it around, take this side, cross over, wrap it around, and you keep doing that until all the hair that you've left in the back mm -hmm. is up into that bun. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It will hold that bun. It will be just the type. And of course, you can slick your edges yeah. if you want and do all that. <laughs> Baby hairs. <laughs> but easy five minutes. So that works for all hair. It does. I might have to try that. Okay. I'm to try that. Okay. Yeah. Very, very easy. Okay. Very, very easy. I like it. Okay. I like that. What is that? Is it a name for it or? Uh, quick bun. Okay, quick bun. I like that. Quick bun. Sebastian's quick bun. Yes. I like it. I like it. All right, guys. So before we get out of here, I always do my inspirational quote real quick. So since we were on the topic of black hair, I decided to find a quote for that. Uh, this was actually from Solange, you know, Beyonce's sister, Solange. I don't know what movie or show this was, but it was her character, Amandla. Amandla. I didn't know she acted. Yeah. But uh, her quote was, there's a secret language shared among black girls who are destined to climb mountains and cross rivers in a world that tells us to belong to valleys that surround us. I like that. I don't know. Wow. It was on the topic of black hair. I don't know what movie or TV show. I got to look into it more, but I like what she said, though. Wow. Yeah. But it was on the topic of black hair. That so I thought nice. that was that was beautiful. Yes. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and list off our handles, y'all. So if you're watching or if you normally tune in on YouTube, you know you can search us at MSK Podcast. And on Apple and Spotify, it'll be under My Sister's Keeper. On Facebook, our page is My Sister's Keeper Podcast. And then we have a TikTok, which yes. is MSK Podcast. And then our email, if you would like to send us any topic ideas or if anyone would like to be a sponsor, you can reach us at mskpod611 at gmail.com. And once again, that's mskpod611 at gmail.com. Yes. Am I forgetting anything? Oh, and if you are watching on YouTube, please make sure to hit that like button. Hit the bell notification. <laughs> Make sure you, you like and subscribe, comment. You gotta share. slow down. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll be going <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, and share. share. Yes. Follow. And follow. And also, do you want to give your handles, your social media, so people can find you? Yes. Or? Well, they can find me at Hair by Robert, and that's on Facebook. Okay. And that's. You wanna share your YouTube? No. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's okay. If you know, then you know. Right. right. That's right. all you need to know. That's it. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and once again, y'all, this has been another episode of My, My Sister's, Sister's Keeper. Keeper. Thank you. <laughs>